Hello, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Jess. And this is I'm Trying My Best. All right. So today we are trying our best at parenting. Because it's hard. It's (laughs) so hard. It is hard. It is so good. Sometimes. Yep. It's high, high, low lows, um, but it's tough and like confusing and frustrating for sure. And I want to preface this episode with like, even if you're not a parent, it's still a cool topic because if you ever deal with children or even other humans, humans, humans in general, knowing these things can be awesome. Yes. It can be helpful. If you come in contact with other living <laughs> things, like humans, this applies to you. Maybe aliens, maybe animals. Well, I was like, living things, but like plants, I don't know if they have personalities. Maybe that's why mine all die. <laughs> you don't they, know their type. <laughs> they're like, she doesn't know us. We, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> okay. okay. So. Kids, kids, all types of kids. That's today's title. All right. So um, we're basing the different types of kids off of The Child Whisperer. It's a book written by Carol Tuttle. um, And she categorizes children into four different categories, which seems like not enough categories, to be honest, because there are just so many different types of kids. But... (laughs) They're broad and it like they are. it works. So do I think humanity can be blocked into like four different categories? Maybe not, but it's helpful. Totally. Definitely helpful. It's like the Enneagram, but easier to understand. Like really watered down for like parents <laughs> that need. I just need the simplest way to figure out who is Jonas. Why aren't they listening? Okay. <laughs> So, type one is the fun-loving child. Type two is the sensitive child. Type three is the determined child. And type four is the serious child. So, again, broad. And we're going to dive in a little deeper. Um, Tuttle also, like, makes a point of saying kids can be more than one. But one type, one category is usually more dominant than the other. Well, and, like, what... I think we've talked about, Jen, is that as we grow up, we, we are all four. Like we have, like we learn to embody all four types, but when you're a toddler, you're like in your truest form of one, maybe two of these types. For sure. And that's when it's important to understand. How to connect. We all still have that inner toddler, I think, where it's like, I'm still this way. Like deep down, I'm still dominantly this way at my core i am predominantly dominantly either one dominantly i don't know we'll figure it out yeah later i'll google it so just trying my best what is (laughs) what would you say your type is um the determined child yeah i think so too actually yeah i think you have other ones mixed in there like I, yeah, you're you're type one because you're like so fun but as like a grown-up as a like a business person you're type Three. Well, and as a child, 
I yeah, was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm the youngest in the family. Jen is the second oldest. We have a brother between us and an oldest brother. But I did not want to be the youngest. No. So I was bossy. You never accepted it. Very independent. So driven. Like, I'm going to do what I want. You can't stop me. So I think as a toddler, I was for sure, like, truest determined. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I still have a lot of those things where I'm like, I want to be prompt. I want, like, we'll get into this more about why it's so hard with my oldest. (laughs) But... (laughs) Uh, what do you think your type is, Jen? Oh, I'm type one. <laughs> Hardcore. You know that. Type one. <laughs> Which is why Jonas and I just <laughs> hit it off. Um, yeah, I'm the fun-loving child. And I've, like, of course you have to hone that in as a grown-up. You can't just, like, la da all the time. There are. I know some la da adults. Well, yeah. They have, like, really fun careers. Like, art teachers. And yes. stuff like that. Like, they're but so fun. But still, if they have a class that they're teaching, you got to be on time. And you got to have a curriculum. It's true. So, um, yes, <laughs> love the arts. But also, you know, life kind of requires you to well, drop some of your fun-lovingness. And it, that's, it's funny when we talk to our mom about, like, what were we like? What were we? She's like, well, all my children love to have fun. So, she's like, we all enjoyed fun. Which we did. But we all had Different trait, right? Mom has four different kids, four different types, four different types. So Jessie is type three; she's determined. I'm type one, fun loving. Daniel, our middle brother, he's right in between us. I would say is type two, which is the sensitive child. He just was like this quiet peacemaker who wanted everyone to be happy, more thoughtful needed time to like just calm down um kind of like to be by himself yep yeah he was also really have one of those um and then our older brother david the serious child like the intellectual it's also been called yeah the intellectual Mm -hmm. type or whatever right like yep yeah yeah but he was also he was like very a, serious, very intellectual. Yeah, when your first word is screwdriver and helicopter, guess what? You're kind of serious. Those are his first words. Mm, I'm not sure, but probably. <laughs> <laughs> I um, think so, and like also thesaurus. So, um, no, he's he is smart and also determined. I feel like you guys share that trait, yeah. and I was like. But when are we going to have fun? Like when? <laughs> when are we going to play another game? When are we going to color? <laughs> when do we have to do homework? Okay. So we're going to... Here's how you can find out what you are and also other people in your life. So type one, the fun, loving child. And you know what? Guess what? Just because maybe you're type something else doesn't mean you don't love fun. Okay? You can still love fun. Here's type one though. <laughs> They are bubbly, bright, and social. They are full of ideas and are playful and animated. Sometimes their energy can be seen as a fault when they don't want to sit still or when they interrupt you to share their ideas. Um, Parents who recognize their pizzazz as a gift and not a flaw can help them develop into creative, happy adults. The fun loving loving child's mantra is, I have a new idea and we can do it. (laughs) So, 
So type one children are naturally buoyant and random. And these children have a gift for ideas. Um, here are some clues that you might have a fun loving child or know a fun loving child, or you might be a fun loving child. Okay. Inner child. Yeah. This is your inner child here. Um, they're curious and love to touch and explore. Jonas. Touch. Yes. This is Jesse's son to a T. Um, they love to make noise, laugh, and play. They're creative and have an active imagination. They're eager to please others, likes when others are happy, and especially needs you to be happy. May have many friends or change friends often. Okay, so let's backtrack back, back a little bit, Jen. Okay, um, yeah. When Jen was like, I want to do an episode on this as one of our first episodes, she said it's because she wants you guys to understand what our children are like and what we are like so that as you continue to listen, you when we're talking about Jonas, you know his personality that he is. He is a hardcore type one. He's all of this. And learning. So I actually read this book. I read the chapter on type one children. I didn't read the whole thing. But I, it was really good for me because it talks about things to never say to your type one child, um, things to say. And Jen touched on this when she said, they want you to be happy. Like that's a big thing for Jonas. And he is way more obedient and listens way better when I am happy and excited. And so when I let that determined side of me come out where I'm bossy and kind of sassy, which I still am as an adult, it we, we butt heads, we clash, he kind of will shut down. And so anyway. But if it's a game, he's like, yeah. If it's a game, he – so he's four – almost four and a half and he he's like a golden retriever puppy anything will excite him anything if you can yeah. if you are excited he is excited like he doesn't have a tail but he's <laughs> wagging his tail always like and he so, just is and that is so that's so fun for me and great that I can do that um but also how do you like parent a kid that's too busy having fun to listen you have that's to make hard. it you have to make listening fun it's, it's, it's hard. It is. But I, this way you guys understand. So if I ever am telling a story about Jonas or talking about Jonas, you just think of a golden retriever puppy, just so excited, so happy, and pees a little when he gets excited. Pees a little and also like so affectionate. He's like, very affectionate. He wants to give you hugs. He will chase after me if I leave this, you know, Jesse's house without giving him a hug. He will run after me. Yep. And we have a routine at night where we do high fives, knucks, hand hugs, real hug, kiss, rock, paper, scissors. Like he just, he just, he wants touch to noses, around. touch feet, touch backs. <laughs> now touch. He, um, they also, it talks, this was another interesting thing that I learned about type one children is that they have FOMO. They're like FOMO kids. Cause if they can hear that fun's happening, they want to be a part of it. So that's why bedtime is tricky with Jonas. Cause he's like, wait, wait, but you're not going to bed. Like what's happening? So he actually was a terrible sleeper for a very long time and it's now finally getting better. But anyway, that, I just, that was kind of a sidetrack thing, but Jonas is type one. Yes. Type. Do we have, what would you say Ruby is? That we're going to talk about. Okay, great. Okay. Let's so, keep going. Type two, the sensitive child. The sensitive child has a naturally calm and easygoing personality. They're often called the peacemaker of the family because they don't like conflict. The type two child is tender with emotions very close to the surface. They are generally quieter and often, and are often asked to talk louder or hurry up. 
They do things on their own time. A parent may get frustrated with their... <laughs> a parent may get frustrated when they ask their type 2 child to clean his room and come back 15 minutes later to find it's still not done. When you recognize your child's innate, sensitive personality, it helps you understand why they do the things they do. So, the type 2 child's mantra is, I will watch, observe, and then make a plan. Here are some clues that you might have a sensitive child, know a sensitive child. You might be a sensitive child. So they have built-in calm demeanor. That's none of our kids, I feel like. Maybe. I mean, Drake was for his first, like, year and a half of life. So was Ruby. Oh, year and a half. I was like, Ruby was two her first year, month. Like, he was just the chillest. And yeah, he was just super chilled him and he was cool. Like he just, that's true. Okay. Built in calm demeanor. They like to plan and that planning can sometimes take a long time. Type two children are worriers. They like to know what to expect in every situation so they can prepare for it. Contention in the house greatly upsets them. Drake actually has a few of those. I feel like I've always thought he might be type two ish and type like he's like, because he, yeah. I mean, he can't really target. <laughs> he can't create he's only a plan. Two. But he does seem cautious. Like he's very cautious. Very we cautious. He, we can barely get him to unlock his knees. He just walks around, crouched down. Like, what's gonna happen? Anything can happen. He's There's like, gonna be an earthquake. Any permanently moment. hunkered, ready for an attack by the other children who are bigger and stronger and louder than him. He likes yeah. quiet. He, he definitely quiet. thrives when he's on his own. Yeah. Like after Jonas goes yes. to bed and we just have him up, he is. Like yes. a whole different kid. So, I mean, he has some of those, some of those traits. Also, this mantra, I will watch, observe, and then make a plan. That's like what Drake is thinking all the time. All the time. That's like what is happening in his brain. <laughs> and we go to the park and he's just like, um. Unsafe. Nah. <laughs> nah. Just the whole time we're there. All done. All done. I think that I think done. I'm out. Uh, nice to be at home. <laughs> type three. The determined child. Oh boy. Oh, you, boy. oh boy. This is me. This is this is Jess. You know when you have a determined child on your hands because the type 3 child is the most noticeable. <laughs> bum bum bum. Was I though? I was the youngest of four kids. No one noticed me. Everyone noticed you. Just like people yeah. You never got lost. There's no way. You you'd be like, "No, I'm in charge now." I run this land. This is my store now. <laughs> okay. That did not happen. I got really scared when I got lost with that. The determined child is naturally more physical, active, and stubborn. And Ooh. You also, like, you played hard. I played hard as a kid. Just yep. So hard. Okay. He or she was born with a drive to get things done, usually in their own specific way. Type threes are usually told to calm down or stop being so demanding. I was told to calm down a lot as a kid. The determined child's mantra is, let's get results. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's your mantra, but like... Let's do the thing. Yeah, do it. Also funny that you were told to calm down and I was told to like, Jenny, listen, focus, <laughs> come on. Okay. Here are some clues that you might have a determined child, know a determined child, or be that determined child. They have a strong will. They will pursue several big goals at once. Determined types are naturally active and adventurous. They are ready to go 
do, and explore. They want to try leadership positions in school, home, or work. Or just, like, give themselves leadership. They're, they're just assign I themselves. did all of those. I did all of those. I was in any student body thing I could be in. Anytime you could. Uh, yes. I, like, anytime there were class projects, I just took the lead. Even now, I was telling Dad this the other day. I was like, anytime some of us girls that I work with, we go travel, I am always like, okay, this time, someone else is going to book the Airbnb. Yeah. And then no one does, so I, I take the lead. And it's not a bad thing. It's just, I'm, I think I'm just stressed. And I'm like, we got to get it done. We got to have a plan. We got to have Someone's this. Someone's got to do it. Someone's going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Initiative. You take yeah. initiative. Sometimes I wish I could be more like, no. It's like a happens. bulldozer versus a windmill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to stick with the farm. <laughs> Just, you know the blowy thing? Flapping your arms. The blowy, <laughs> the blowy things in front of like, big sale. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Those inflatable things? Yeah. All oh, right. Gosh. Okay. So, carrying on. They're self-motivated rather than motivated by others. They can be loud, forceful, or straight to the point and can sometimes be seen as bluntly honest. Um, and they Ooh, tend to I'm be not. high energy. Well, that's because you have a sprinkle of type one in you. Which wants to please other people. It's very true. So you want to like be in charge, but also make them happy. So you can't be that mean. You know, everyone's true. having fun, but you're still driving the bus. The fun bus. The fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get us there in my fun bus. Okay. But we're so, having fun. It's fine. I, I have a type three child. My son Nixon is six years old. Six going on president slash dictator of the United States. <laughs> He is so determined. Always very. has been. Like, just came that way. He was very vocal from a young age, like, speaking in full sentences when he was, like, 18 months old. Yes. And he was fully just... potty trained at two because I think he was like, well, I'm a grown-up now. Can't be, I can't yes. be doing these baby things. He does not like being treated like a child. He doesn't know he's a child. He has no clue. But he also doesn't like to have fun. For example, like Jonas. So, for example, there was one time we were in the car, and as we left our neighborhood, we saw some sheep, and we all got excited about the sheep because they're baby sheep. It was springtime, and they were babies. They're baby sheep. And as we came back into the neighborhood after a couple meltdowns, you know, everyone's done, we're tired, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's the sheep! We're gonna get happy again!" And I was like, "It's the sheep!" And Jonas yells, "Yay, sheep!" <laughs> What did Nixon say? He said, Nixon goes, not again. That's right. (laughs) And he was like five or four, Four, maybe. Like he was not. Uh, And Jonas is stoked. And it was just such, yeah. I remember that being like the perfect example, like the perfect display of their types. So stoked on baby sheep and just like, this is so childish. Sheep again, really. So and anytime we try to like invent a game Jonas big yes absolutely this is so fun and Nixon is like well what is the purpose what will my reward be Mm -hmm. why is this happening what's in it for me yes (laughs) it's time to clean up can I outsource this Jonas you clean up so oh yeah well and as soon as but if if you tell Jonas like hey Jonas will you go grab this thing then Nixon is like oh no I will I want that I want it I'm doing it because I'm determined to be the best so it's very interesting that we got opposite children. Jen, type one, fun-loving, got a type three, 
me, type three, determined, got a type one. Do you believe they come that way? 100%. (laughs) 1,000%. So um, a little bit of background on me. I was an L-Ed teacher for a second, but I went to all the school for it. So we talked a lot about nature versus nurture. And there, I mean, there's so many arguments when it comes to nature versus nurture, but 100% it's it's they they both play such a strong role. They both play such a strong role because yeah. children just come a certain way. And if anyone out there has multiple children, I hope you can attest to that. Except one time, I saw someone post something about like she had two kids, and she was like, "I've never had to pull my kids screaming away from the playground." And I wanted to be like, "Okay, cool, like okay, type four kids." Actually, <laughs> like, I guess that's sorry. or like type two. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's like okay, I'm so, like. I I can plan as much as I want and Jonas will probably get sad yeah. leaving the playground. But like because you're stopping the fun. Yeah, and and like and some people who have great kids will 100% attribute that to their parenting and I don't think you can. I don't think you can. I think it plays a role in it for sure. A massive role. Parenting is a massive part of it. But yeah. children also come a certain way. Yes. And as two of four children, we know that we had, we all grew up in the same home with the same parents, with the same rules, same rules. We, uh, we were, they were a little more strict on you than they were on me. Well. <laughs> I think the youngest gets away with a little bit more, but yeah, yeah like yeah. you get the gist and we all were different personalities. There are also kids that thrive, just absolutely thrive when they don't have great parents. Like they make it, they they just make it work. Yeah. So, yeah, I think parenting's such a huge part of it, but also like kids, kids are gonna kid. They're they're kids are gonna kid, and okay. we are just trying our best. We're just, <laughs> just we're trying our best. Okay, I'm <laughs> trying my best. Okay. So the we can't forget the last child. Type last four. Type, do, 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 do. type four. I make that sound. Boop, boop, boop. That's do you know the air horn. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do, but I couldn't like dubstep. Listen, serious children don't like dubstep or air horns. So so we need to stop. Okay. A more seriously inclined child is logical, independent, and focused. Most people, or people often marvel at how mature they are for their age. I don't think anyone ever said that to me. People said that to me. What? A lot. A lot. And still do. And still do. Then you're mature for your age? Yes. Because I work with a lot of women who are older than me. And they're like shocked to find out that I'm in my 20s. I'm 27. And they're like, you're only 27? And I'm like, we're like... Four years apart. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But it, I think it started when I was, like, 12. 11 or 12, people started thinking I was older than I was, which I'm like, cool, yeah, I look old. Yeah, you always acted older. Mm, people, like, would confuse my age. Remember when people thought you were my mom? I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was very scary for me. You were, like, 15 and I was, like... 12 like yeah we were we are basically we are basically the same age i don't know what that situation was i do remember being like what (laughs) i'm not their mom we were at a pool in las vegas maybe maybe it was like because it was vegas they're like well the siblings are in vegas at a pool while our mom read a, a book in our hotel room 
And the security guard was like, you need an adult here. He came up to me and my brother, who were acting so childish in the just, pool. <laughs> well, I was, I think I was 11, maybe, maybe 12. We were all at, we were all clumped in the same weird adolescent, yeah, like, cluster. And Daniel, so the brother between us, did not look his age. Ever. Well, he, he does I, now. He does now. He looked, everyone always thought he was younger than me. Even now, people have known us for years are like, wait, Daniel's older than you? Like, because I always acted, I always took on the role of like older and he being a little more sensitive, just like, like, if it makes you happy. (laughs) And he just didn't, he was like a peacemaker as we talked about with type two kids, just kind of like whatever. But he also had a baby face for so long. So So he and I were probably just being crazy in the pool and the security guard comes up and is like, you can't be here without an adult. And we're like, okay. So we walk over to you, Jen, who's, you know, a teenager tanning. And the guy was like, oh, cool, your mom's here. <laughs> Jen was probably like, Excuse And me. I was like, what? oh, uh, she is. <laughs> Wait, where? Oh, me? <laughs> so we left because that wasn't fun. No more fun was happening, and I had to get out. Um, so I guess one time I was considered. I love it. That. Yeah, uh, I guess so. I was considered mature for my age one time. Yeah, but like also more times than that, I'm sure. Possibly. Okay. So, um, they are the authority on many matters and relish in perfection. I am not a perfectionist, so I don't identify with any of this. Okay. A serious child's mantra is, let's see what this is. Let's analyze it. And I know a way to make it better. David. Yes. That's our oldest brother. I would never think that. Like, <laughs> let's see what this is. Let's analyze it. And I know a way to make it better. I'm like, cool. This is a great invention. You've um, done a great job. Just a little backstory on our oldest brother, David. He was the oldest and the best of all of us. But he... Can I... Maybe just I can interject real fast. <laughs> because we used to... I have a specific memory of me being like, I'm a better dancer than you. Because we used to talk, like, these are, you know, normal conversations you have with your serious brother. So, he was like, he was like, I'm better at everything. And I was like, I'm a better dancer than you. And he was like, I will go take two classes and I will beat you in any dance move. And I was like, you're right. You're right. <laughs> he would, though. He yeah, would. Would. I know. So, that's, that's why I was like, don't go take a class. Don't come to my hip-hop class with me. I am... <laughs> Nine years old, hip-hopping out here in Chicago. Leave me be. He, okay, so. He's so good at everything, but he's also nice and, like. He's great. Uh, he's the best. And the worst. And but like, the, worst. the best. Um, he, okay, how long ago do you think he got diagnosed? With, with ulcerative colitis? colitis? Like, when he was no, born. Ulcerative colitis. Um, like a year and a half ago. That's when he was diagnosed? It was right after he turned 30 because he was like, I turned 30 and now I'm sick forever. Yeah. So, yeah, about a year, a little over a year ago, he got diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. If you don't know what it is, have fun Googling. It's terrible. Be careful with the images. But I remember talking to him or in our group chat or something and someone was like, guess you have to find a cure because there's really no cure for it. You just kind of like maintain it. And he was like, that's literally the goal. Was And he's dead serious. I, he's dead serious. Like... I wouldn't put it past him to... It also took him a long time to come to terms that it was something. Oh, Because, yeah. guess he what? Serious children through. are analyzing it and finding a way to fix it 
find oh, yeah. a way to make it better. All by himself. I mean, he is going to be a doctor. He is. So. He's going to be an oral surgeon. So that's our brother, David. He's going to analyze your mouth and make it better. And tell you you're ugly if you don't have a chance. <gasps> <laughs> it's not true. Yes. Okay. So here's some cl- <laughs> here are some clues. You might have a serious child, know a serious child, or are a serious child. Um, they are not as light and playful as other children. They can be pretty rigid and inflexible when it comes to doing things. He or she is an innate perfectionist. Their ideas for ways to make something better often come across as criticism. Yes. They like to arrange items in a specific row. So like cars, numbers. Jonas does that a lot. He does. I think he's like having fun though. He's yeah, like, no, this he, is great. Loves, I don't think he's that's like, like his favorite how can thing I to make this better? He's just like, these look great. Look what I've done. I have a store. So I think like if a kid puts things in a row, they're not automatically. That doesn't make them the serious child. But if they're like, this toy is garbage. I'm going to make a new one. I'm going to write down how to. That's what David would do. Probably. He would be like. I'm, I'm going to write the manufacturer. <laughs> Mom. Where is my... He would. Playtel... Is that what it's called? I don't know. Playtex? Playhouse? Playhouse? Playtex is too. That's why I was confused. Um, but yeah. Maytel. Yes. That's okay. it. There we go. Or Mattel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he would. I remember when I started in college. So he had been to college, you know. And I was starting because we're four years apart. And he was like, so what you want to do is on the first day of class, go introduce yourself to the professor. So they know who you are and they take you seriously and they know that you're serious about their class. And I was like, heck yeah, of course. I feel like David and I related the most academically. (laughs) Yes, because I was like tumbling into my classes and I was like, is there a seat left? (laughs) Am I in the right room? I was very on time. I took took school very seriously until the end. And then I stopped. You know what? And that's when you're, you're just. But I no, I so you know what I did my first semester at BYU. You shook every professor's hand. I met every professor on the first day of class, except the ones that were like super big. Well, the auditorium. Like, ones. You were in the auditorium. Yeah, that wasn't worth it. But I bet David met those ones. Every single one, and he was like, "If you can't meet them, meet the TAs." So I did. Yeah, but. You know what I got that semester? My first C in my life. So, so it you're didn't work, not, David. <laughs> you are not. A um, well, no, that's you know what. Actually, going through these, I think Drake really is a mix of two and four. Yes, because that's what I would say. And maybe as he like becomes more like verbal and his personality develops. Although, tell me about. Although Tuttle says she can. Profile based on their faces. Like the, see like a child. When the day they are born is what she says. I don't believe it. But um, I don't either. Yeah. Tell me about Ruby. Oh, the thing is, Ruby's just like at a fun age. She's just cute. But I think she has a lot of type three in her. She's a determined child. Yeah. She wants something. She's going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I see that in her. The thing is, like, Nixon was such a strong, has been such a strong type Three, but at Ruby's age, he's like a three and four though. He needs he's an yeah. intellectual, yeah, because he, he wants, wants like take things like he's serious. Yeah. Stop messing around. This isn't. I don't care about the sheep. Also, like, <laughs> yeah, 
that he wants, like, he thinks he's an authority figure and type fours want that respect, that mutual respect. So, yeah. I don't know. She's also sensitive. Like, she'll get huffy puffy. She'll hold it in. She'll, yeah. She, like, tries to be tough, but her feelings just pour out of her face. Her feelings exist. So, just, there are different ways to connect with the different types of children. Um, And that might be useful. It might be useful to know how to, like, best connect with the different types. The type one, try praising their good ideas. So, this is your fun-loving kid. Praise their good ideas and turn instruction into a fun game. It's also super important to get on their level and have fun. Mm -hmm. They need you to get down and play blocks with them, play toys with them. The first time ever, Jonas said, he looks at me and goes, No phones outside. Mm. It's the first time he's ever talked about my phone. They noticed it though. Oh, he, 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 we were in the hot tub because it was our first like cold day. So we're in the hot tub together. Drake was napping and I was on my phone trying to like just do some work things and he, he was goofing around and we're talking and playing and I'm interacting with him, but not enough. And he said, uh, no phones outside. So oh. I was like, okay, put my phone down. And he played. He learned, I was trying to teach him how to hold his breath. He's so bad at it. <laughs> but he like, he Swallow does. Water. I can truly tell that he cherishes those moments yeah. when I play with him. Yeah. Play. Play. He Do loves play. And play by his rules. Whatever he yes. wants. Yes. And he'll get a little sassy if he's like, no, 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 no. Not, not that way. Not that way. Yeah. So just listening to his ideas and going along with it, whatever it is. Giving them the freedom to create. Yes. Whether that's like creating via play or whatever. Well, this is something Scott, my husband, has a hard time with. Because he's like, well, let me show you like a better way. <gasps> what is Scott? And Jonas is like, no, 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 no. Scott is... He's sensitive. Two and four. Yeah. Like he and Drake are so similar. They are like kindred spirits. Totally. But Scott's definitely an intellectual, but he's also sensitive and heart of a lion. But he, so when Jonas is like setting up his train tracks, it's called like, well, do it this way, do it this way. And Jonas is like, I have my way. Like I'm doing it my fun way. I'm building my fun town. So leave it. But if he lets Scott do it, then he gets, he's like, oh. Dad! Like, wow. he gets really excited about it. So He also yeah, is he's... so good at giving praise. Like, he loves praising other people. Like, if, if he notices something cute on Ruby, he's like, oh, a bow? Cute. Ooh. <laughs> you got dressed? Ooh, dress. <laughs> you got a dress? Strangers, it doesn't matter. He's oh. going to praise them. Yep. Yep. Okay. okay. So, um, to connect with the type two, uh, help them feel safe. So, this is the sensitive, your emotional child. Help them feel safe and secure. Let them know you are there for them and validate their worries and concerns. Even if you know there's nothing to be worried or concerned about, it's real for them. Validate those worries. Validate those concerns. Be there. Also, don't push them to be more outgoing, which I think would be kind of tough. We don't have naturally shy kids. Maybe Drake, but like... He's a little attached these days, but... Well, so here's something that happened today. I was in my office trying to get work done, trying to package orders, and Drake came in emotional about something, and I kept kind of like, go watch Baby Bump, go watch Baby Bump, kind of like shooting him out, shooting him out, because I just need to get this done, and finally he came in again for like the seventh time, I don't know, and he's crying about who knows what, and when I 
grabbed him. He, it was, he wrapped his arms around my neck and just held on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what was bothering him. I don't know if he was thirsty or, like, just sad, wanted a nap, whatever. But he can't talk to me yet, so he can't, like, tell me his concerns. But just holding him was something he needed for a moment to be validated yeah. and feel safe. So yeah. I just sat there on the floor of my office and just held him as he... Until he let go. He just held yeah. around my neck so tight. You probably Which are I his, cherish like, that, too. It you're probably cute. his safe spot. Yeah. Like Jonas was probably bugging him. I don't know. <laughs> I missed it. Jonas was probably like, play, Drake! Let's go! Pulling his arms. <laughs> Hitting him with train tracks. He's, it's fun. Um, yeah, so let them explore at their own pace. Type three. This is your determined physical kid. Give them opportunities to explore. And also the freedom to make their own choices when it's appropriate. Because. Yes. So, and safe. Yeah. Boundaries, but also like recognize that these kids thrive on the ability to choose and, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. And to, to explore. So um, offer help instead of questioning them and encourage their leadership, confidence, and courage. So You do a great job of all oh, of that. Oh, man. The problem is, it's the thing of like, give them, give them an inch and they'll take a mile. So <laughs> it's this constant st- power struggle of I'm like, hey, do you want to pick your outfit today? And he's like, yes, great. And then he's like, and also I'm driving to school today. <laughs> and I have to say like, ooh, sorry, Not bud. That one. You don't have a driver's license. You also are six. So <laughs> give it a second. Um, type four, the serious child. Understand that they crave respect, especially from adults. Try relating to them mentally before emotionally. Understand that what they are thinking rather than what they're feeling. Also, ask their opinions and their solutions and their thoughts on things. They like that, I guess. You're probably right. They do like that. I think David always wanted his opinion to be heard. And I feel like Nixon, I feel like Nixon is a three and four kid. Yeah, yeah. He wants his opinion to be heard. For sure. And he's like, a lot of it is what he's thinking rather than feeling. Because when I'm like, are you mad? And he's like, yeah. But if I break it down to like, what would you like to do? What do you think? And then go from there. We can like find a solution together. Whereas I'm just like, okay, stop freaking out. Like, I'm sorry that you have to wear jeans today. It's not the end of the world. And it, you know. He's being serious about it. He has serious feelings and thoughts. Serious feelings. The serious. most serious. The most big. <laughs> um, so, hopefully, like we said at the beginning of this episode, as we get older, we kind of start to embody all four of these types, and we become more of like a well-rounded human being. We also understand like social norms. Yes. Like, yes. You know it's like, you know it's appropriate what's not. You don't throw tantrums anymore. Like, you, yeah, you, you know, um... Yeah, usually, depending. Um, but hopefully this helps you kind of figure out your type and maybe the kids you know, your kids, kids you know, well, other I, people I, you know. I think it is important to, 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 like, connect with your inner child because that's, like, yeah, it's your true it's gonna self. Help you, yes, it's your true, true self. It'll help you communicate better to other people, your partner, whoever that might be. Um yeah. Totally. It helps you understand you your needs. That's one of the coolest things about this book. Um, again, it's called The Child Whisperer, 
One of the coolest things about it is just how in-depth it goes with each type. It says things to say, things not to say, like activities to try, their sleeping habits, like things like that. And a lot of the, specifically the things to and not to say, I think 100% apply to adults as well. Yes. Um. So like, like for example, with fun-loving children, I'm trying to remember, there's several things about like, you need to stop being so playful. Like you need to stop being so excited and things like that where it like dims their light. Yeah. Like you can see how that can affect someone who's naturally like light, 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 dims their light. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Light. Light. Um, It dims their light. Their light. But that's one of the things that is so special about them. Yep. So help them hone in, like control that light. Control that sound. Yes. Um, we say these things. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, thanks, Jen, for that topic. It was a good, yeah. good, good episode. So, hope, hope you guys you learned liked about it. something. And you know what? Just try your best. Leave us a five star review <laughs> on the computer. <laughs> on the computer. And we are, yeah, we're all just trying our best. To know our types and how to talk to people of different types. Yeah, man. The end.